0: For decades, Johnson & Johnson has made its investors very rich. Today we're going to be going over exactly why j j is a dividend favorite. The healthcare giant has been in business since the 1870s and is one of the largest companies in the world today, carrying on a rich tradition of financial success and dividend payments. Owning j j is often considered owning a healthcare ETF. The company is heavily involved in all areas of healthcare. This includes pharmaceuticals, you know this as prescription drugs, They develop medical devices including surgical equipment or imaging systems. They sell OTC products such as baby items, band-aids, Listerine, Tylenol, Neosporin, and so many others. Unfortunately, J&J may need some Neosporin to protect themselves from more than 40,000 lawsuits from its talc baby powder. Many are accusing the baby powder of causing cancer. J&J tried to do a legal loophole of moving the liabilities into a shell corporation and declaring bankruptcy to negotiate settlements known as a Texas two-step. But the court said, no, no, and now they might be on the hook for 40,000 lawsuits that estimates have at nearly $5 billion. This is actually what's caused the stock to drop 8% in the last month. Now a good investor knows the best time to buy is when others are fearful. And I'm using this latest bad news to buy more shares of J&J. You see, Johnson & Johnson has the best team of lawyers money can buy, and while I'm sure this will continue to be a litigation nightmare for years to come, we can see on their balance sheet Johnson & Johnson has around $34 billion in cash on hand. Now $5 billion in possible litigation, it's certainly a lot of money, but it's nothing that Johnson & Johnson can't handle. From a valuation perspective, j and is now trading below its 200 day moving average of 172.80 and has a forward PE ratio of just 17. From an income perspective, this is an income factory. Every year, they just keep raising their top line revenue numbers. 10 years ago, they were at $71 billion, and this has now risen to just under $100 billion this past year. I love to see revenue charts like this. They just go up and to the right. J&J just wrapped up their acquisition of Abiomed, which positions them as a global leader in heart recovery and immediately enhances medtech revenue growth. J&J constantly has the drugs of tomorrow in its pipeline. J&J spent $17 billion in acquisitions last year, so they're growing in one way or another. Quarterly, the company just continues to bring in billions of dollars in free cash flow, so this is a profitable company, whether or not they're pulling any accounting tricks or vaccine rollouts. Let's also not forget that Johnson & Johnson is actually going to be spinning off part of their business. The J&J brand will retain the pharmaceuticals and medical devices categories, while the new company will focus on consumer health products like the OTC medicines. This is actually great news for shareholders as they now get to own two companies that have dedicated management support giving them the time and attention they need instead of all their resources being spread thin under one company like they currently are with J&J. off spinoff will likely be taking place later this year and I anticipate we will now have two companies that will be sending dividend payments to its investors. Speaking of dividends, this is where this company really shines. The company has not only paid a dividend, but raised their dividend for 61 straight years. That's dating back to the year 1962. JFK had not yet been assassinated the last time J&J didn't pay a dividend. Now if you could go back in time to 1962, would you save JFK or would you invest in Johnson & Johnson stock? That sure is a moral dilemma. I love knowing every year I can rely on j and to continue developing medications, technology, and selling healthcare related products and sending part of those profits to me. Johnson & Johnson also has a really low payout ratio of just 40%. So I'm expecting more big dividend increases on the horizon. Over the last 10 years, j and has slightly lagged behind the market. 11.3% annual returns versus the market's 12.7%. But I do think healthcare should have plenty of innovation and growth this decade, so I remain bullish on j as they've clearly shown they can be the market leader regardless of market conditions. Analysts view J&J down the middle as either a buy or a hold with 13% upside from today's share prices. It should be noted that today's prices already have all the litigation battles priced in, or they should have them priced in as we know the stock market is not always efficient. I personally own 13.77 shares of J&J for about $2300 in equity, and they pay me $62.24 every year for just holding on to my shares. Some of my earliest Johnson & Johnson shares now have a yield on cost of almost 4%. This shows it just pays to be a long-term investor. Do you want to see my full $120,000 plus portfolio? Be sure to check out the Patreon. It's a great way to support a small-time YouTuber. You get to join the Dividend Discord where we talk about growing our money. And I'd love to hear your opinions on Johnson & Johnson stock in the comments below as you hit that like button. As always, my videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash. See you later.